Good night, good night, good night to one and all. And guess who had a wonderful Sunday today? I did. Do you know why? Let me tell you why. Because Real Madrid defeated Barcelona 2-1 in a Clasico. A win much needed. Because guess what? Barca aren't having the best season. There's no more Lionel Messi. They don't look like the same Barca from three, four, five years ago. So this is the time Ramajan need to take over. This classical take over La Liga. Cause today's performance from Real Madrid, honestly, it really wasn't that great. It wasn't horrible either. It's like Real Madrid was just playing in first gear. It's like they were like Barca can it's like they didn't fear Barca like years ago. It felt like a classical, but it didn't feel like a classical. I mean, I mean I might say sometimes it was kind of boring because it's like Barca were trying so hard to score, like trying everything to score and Ramaj was just defending it with ease like this this is it this is the best they have to offer so at no point in time to me Ramaj look out of sorts I mean in the first half Sergio Des should have made it one nothing he missed a wide open goal thank God I don't know how we miss it I don't care how you miss it the fact of the matter is that he missed it maybe nobody changed Ramaj mindset to come out and play a little harder but for the 90 minutes, Ramajay was just in cool control. First goal came from Dava Alaba. It's a wonderful run from the back. At first, I was like, dude, what are you doing? Like, where are you going? You're on the flank. You're a center back. Where are you going? And then when I saw the space open up and Rodrigo found him, what a finish from a center back. Who at times, for Austria and Bayern Munich, used to play calm and also play the central defensive midfield. He's very versatile. He can play cam, CDM, left back, centre back. He proved it today with that finish. That was an excellent finish with his left foot. And Tessergan is a top goalkeeper. Nothing he could do. Barca to me just looked like, like I said all season, Comer's not the coach for these men. They're not playing like, I don't want to see the tiki-taka no more. That's one thing I could have always said about Barca. They always give you that tiki-taka feel. No, it's just like pass from side to side, back to side, front, trying to get the ball to Fatih or, or Memphis to play because I guess that's their two most dangerous players. So they try to get the ball to Fatih and the play. But today, Fatih didn't do much. Like, Ramajid, I don't want to say I had him in the pocket, but, you know, they're containing him very well. Benzema didn't have the best game either. He was, Benzema was, was, wasn't great today, but he wasn't horrible. Our best players were probably, I would say, David Alba. Vinny had a solid game at top. Even though he didn't score, he played very well. Vasquez wasn't bad at right back. I mean, I know it's not hitting at the position. I don't like him there. But the coach, for some reason, thinks his, I guess it's his best position. Mendy has been solid since coming back from injury. He looks very, very good. I got a little scared today with T-Ball Courtois holding his knee from a, from a, from a goal kick. Because you know what they're saying in football. Anything you get an injury, a non-contact injury, that's not a good thing. But to sum up the game, it's the first classical without Messi. And it felt that way. The hype wasn't there. It was just back and forth. As I say, Ramajan in first gear. Barcelona trying their hardest. Ramajan opened the scoring through David Alaba. Besides Barca's chance from Sergio Des. 
for me, that was it for Barca in the first half. They didn't really do much. They didn't really force Courtois into no really tough saves. It was just like a lot of pot shots. Barca then sent Sergio Nades back to right back. They brought on Coutinho. I mean, he had a little bit of life to Barca, but for me, nothing serious. We didn't even, we didn't even use Eden Hazard today. I was surprised that Arnold didn't give Hazard no minutes today. I thought he would have gotten some kind of minutes coming up from his little injury, but he didn't get any minutes today. I mean, it's not like we needed him. Vasquez scored our second goal from basically like a counter-attack. And what's up, PK always complaining about calls, complaining about penalties. Like, anybody could see in that moment that was clearly not a penalty. Coutinho just simply swing, miss the entire ball. I don't know what he's crying for a penalty. I get the fact you want to get some momentum going, but not not like that. That's that's not the way to go about it. Well, for me, Real Madrid were okay. Out of 10, I would give them like maybe a 5 or 6 because they got a win. Barca tried, so, you know, Barca get like a 4 or 5. But all in all, I would say the better team won. Because as bad as in my song, I might have been kind of embarrassed to lose to this Barca team. Not saying there's not talent on the field. Maybe in years to come. Maybe if they get back Dembele fit, get back Pedri fit. Aguero scored today for them. So that's a good sign. I don't know if maybe he might start. I have no idea what he bought on Luke De Young. He offers nothing to this team at all. But he's a Dutchman. Coleman's a Dutchman, so I guess he can look out for his people. But this Barcelona team, for some reason, doesn't fear me. Like, when you look at the team, it's like, they have Fatih, yeah, he's young. Aguero is kind of like, you know... They're in age now, so he's not the same Aguero as five, six years ago. The is maybe their most dangerous attacker. He was quiet today for the most part. I was kind of worried when we started cross Casemiro and Modric in the midfield again because I was like, okay, we just played this formation and this team against Shakhtar Donetsk. I thought Valverde would have started at least in the midfield and maybe Modric. He came out with the same midfield, I guess, because of experience. It worked out for him. Rodrigo, he might not offer a lot going forward, but what he offers is helping in the defense at the right back position. And I think that's the reason he gets back to back starts because what he does defensively also in the field. Because it's not easy when up and down the up and down the wing as a tackle and a defender. But he offered a lot in defense, helping Vasquez. I guess that's the reason Fatih was so quiet. Busquets is just doing his normal thing, left to right passes. Barcelona needs to. When they get, like, I guess they get the finances in order, they need to sort out the team. Not that it's bothering me because I'm not a Barca fan. So, you know, by all means, take your time. I'm a Madrid fan. So I hope Barca continue to play the same team as long as possible. But they need to get some fresh legs in the midfield. Even today, I saw Frankie De Young. I don't know what happened to him. Since the season started, he hasn't been the same De Young from a few seasons ago or since he moved to Barca. I don't know if he's not happy, if he's not enjoying... You know, the way Barca's playing, I mean, who would? You're basically, I think you're like the last or maybe third in the group in the Champions League. They're in ninth place today after the defeat to Madrid. Madrid are in second, one point behind Sociedad, but we have a game in hand. So once you hopefully win the game in hand and go back on top of the, the league table. But... We had our struggle so far this season. Hopefully it's behind us. 
hopefully we continue to get it together this is back to back wins now Osasuna on Wednesday and surprisingly they're in fourth in the league so they're having a good season so we can't take that game lightly I expect rotations in that game I don't think he'll come up with the same lineup for that game as it's midweek football so you've got to keep rotating keep the guys fresh but um, all in all today it was a good day for Real Madrid as I said it wasn't the best performance but what you take the three points always defeating Barca is always a good thing that's one team you don't want to lose to two teams in the league you don't want to lose to Barca and Atletico check one Barca Atletico coming soon you got to see how that go but I'm not worried about Benzema today he missed some chances he's been having an outstanding season for France and for Real Madrid so I'm not worried about him this is back-to-back -back games Vinny has played well I'm not worried about Vinny either is there anyone Real Madrid I'm worried about Sometimes Militao worries me about the way he defends. Kind of clumsy sometimes, makes a lot of mistakes sometimes. But he was he was okay today. We need to get Carvajal back at right back. Because he's our only out-and-out right back we have right now. Ojozola's gone on loan. And Vasquez is not a right back. So he needs to get Carvajal back at right back. And fully fit. He is back. He came back today. He played some minutes. Hopefully, he remains fit for the rest of the season. But we'll have to see. I mean, all I could do is trust Carlo, you know. He's the one training these guys. I'm not. I just watch him week in and week out when they play in the league and Champions League. So he knows best who to put out, where to play them, when to play them, how to play them. So we'll see how that goes. But right now we are one point behind the league. Behind Sociedad, sorry. We are one point behind Sociedad. They drew the day with Africa Madrid, which is another good result for me. Most teams in the league, big teams, drew or lost. Except for Sevilla, they won. I won, Barca lost. Africa and Jordan Sociedad, they both drew. So, it was a good weekend for Madrid. It was a good week, to be honest, because the game against Shakhtar, the next also was an excellent game they played. First half was kind of slow. You know, usual, smaller teams sit back, park the bus, hope to counter. But once we scored the first goal, that one goal, it opened the floodgates. And that was it for Shakhtar. Vinny had another good game in that game. Benzema had a good game. Attacking wise this season, we haven't been bad. I must say that. We haven't been bad attacking wise. It's just some games we defend very, very bad. But since many has returned, we've been kind of solid. Yes, we conceded today, but that was in the 95th minute. So it's like Real Madrid, I mean, it's okay to switch off. I get it, you switch off being up to nothing with like two, three minutes ago because you know the game was in the bag. So I let that one slide. But today, honestly, defensively, they defended well against Barca. I can't say that in a lot of the games this season because I had some games this season we made some stupid mistakes. Like at Espanol, we were horrible in the defense. That's the thing I don't understand about Madrid. Against a team like Espanol, you will have trouble defending, defending against. But against Barcelona, a team who, has, who holds the ball, you defend like world beaters. I, I don't get it. That's what I say about Madrid. Like, we should be leading the league by like six, seven points now. The games we draw and lose, like lose to Espanyol and you draw to Levante and you draw to Villarreal. These, these are games you should be winning easily. But I get it. It's football. Things happen. Guys get tired. I understand it. But now we're starting to hit a little rhythm. Back to back wins. Hopefully we're winning against Osasuna on Wednesday. And continue this girl on the phone. As far as Barca go, 
Barca fans and they will have to know what they're doing in court and, and I think Coleman should be out of a job by now. But that's just me. But as I said, I'm a Madrid fan. So if Barca doesn't get it together, that's fine by me. It's not really my concern. But today was a very good day as a Madrid fan. As a Man United fan, which I'm not. As I said last week, and I will see again this week, Olegan Solskjaer is not the man for the job. They don't listen to him. They don't play for him. It's going to get from bad to worse. How can he keep his job after the week United had? You lose convincingly to Leicester City, which is not a bad thing. Leicester is a very good squad. Then you come back after the performance you had over the weekend against Leicester. You come back and play Atalanta. At Old Trafford, knowing you need a win in the Champions League, and you go down 2 nothing in the first half of a Champions League game. Rashford scores, Maguire scores, and then up, oh, guess who saves you? The man in the hour, Cristiano Ronaldo. Always there when they need him at the right time. As I said, where will United be this season without Ronaldo's goals? The man is just their savior. He scores for them in the most Vital moments of games. The loss at Atlanta for me, I couldn't see United getting out of this group. That was it. They were they they weren't getting out of this group. They were they were either getting Europa or they were finishing last. But they got lucky. They weren't the best against Atlanta, to be honest. They really weren't. They were kind of. I don't know what it is with United. I don't know. I don't know if they're missing. I guess they're missing Varane in the back line. Obviously, it's experience. As I said, Harry Maguire is kind of slow. Lindelof is okay. But like, when you watch this team, it's like, they just don't play as a team. Like you have the talent, but it's like, they don't know how to play together. So Oshari just isn't a good coach. And I don't know what more has to be done before United say, you know what, enough is enough. Well, I'm assuming after today's performance, enough is enough. Because if he survives this, then I don't see him ever getting fired. From United, you lose five nothing at home to one of your biggest, if not your biggest rival in England, in Liverpool. You go down one nothing in the fourth minute to cater. This goal was so easily made. Like when Salah collects the ball, I'm like, okay, where is the midfield? Where are the centre backs? How is it a two-one break in the fourth minute? Every single goal Liverpool scored today was as easy as it comes. Salah with a hat trick. Jota with a tapping. Keita with a nice finish. And I'm like, Salah is the first player to score a hat trick at Old Trafford since the Brazilian Ronaldo did it in 2003 in the Champions League. So that is what? That's 18 years since an away player has scored a hat trick at Old Trafford. So clearly, it's not anything easy to do. But today, Salah made it look easy. And as I said, in every episode I speak about Liverpool, it's the same thing. How could you not enjoy watching these guys attack? Today he didn't even start Mane. He brought on Jota with Firmino and Salah all started up front. And they made it look so easy. Jota made it look easy. Salah, every goal he scored is just, he could just walk the ball in the back of the net. His first goal, ball comes wide. He's behind the United defence. I'm like, okay. Maybe United are going to see the cross, cover the cross, clear the cross. 
Salah just sprints past every single United defender, taps it in near post, past the gear. And I'm like, where's the effort? Where's the urgency? Like, you're down to nothing at Old Trafford, and this is the way you're playing? Then his second goal, simple and easy received from Jota. Jota looks at his right like, is this Salah to my right? So well open. There's, where is Luke Shaw? There is literally no defenders around Salah. He just controls and just slides at home. Easy peasy, one, two, three. Four nothing at half time. I'm saying to myself, okay, four nothing at half time. Maybe Swashell have a talk with these boys. They come out and say, you know what? We know we can't win this game, but let's stop the bleeding. Let's not concede any more goals and try to score one or two goals. Five minutes into the second half, Jordan Henderson literally just picks a pass so easy, like his training, so easy to sell out one-on-one, pokes it past the gear, 5 nothing. To make things worse, Pablo comes on at halftime and 15 minutes into the game, gets a straight right card. Now, what did, what did they say last week? Paul Pogba looks outstanding in the France jersey. In a Manchester United jersey, he looks ordinary. I don't know what it is. Him and Harry Maguire. They look very good for the national teams. At club level, it's a different situation. I don't know if it's the players that's surrounded by As I said, I don't know. But I'm like, these guys play with no urgency. I mean, Ronaldo scored, but he was offside. Ronaldo could have easily been sent off in that first half for, for kicking a, a Liverpool player. I mean, yes, he was on the ball, but you can clearly see Ronaldo was frustrated. And who can blame him? This is not what he came from Juventus for. He came back home to United to fight for trophies, to compete for trophies. Not to be getting beat for nothing like a home. Right now, United, right now, United are ninth in the league. Ninth. They're eight points behind Chelsea. I'm like, that's just horrible. Like, you are literally eight points behind Chelsea. Seven points behind Liverpool. I don't see the way this United team is playing. I don't see them catching back. Chelsea. For you to think that Chelsea, City and Liverpool are all going to drop so much points that United can catch them to win a trophy. United's best bet is trying to get a Champions League berth. And the way they're playing, I don't even see that happening. Because I'm watching this team play and they're not playing for their coach. They're not. And it's something the only thing to look at. I get you might not want to get rid of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. But when you have players who aren't playing for their coach, it's not going to end. It's going to, every single game is going to be the same situation. Because they're not happy. They're not listening to what he's saying. Whatever he's telling them, whatever he's training them, what he's trying to instill in them, it's not working out. Today, United played basically with six defenders and four attackers and literally no midfield. Where was the midfield? You could have taken a, 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 a Mack truck and just park it in the middle of Old Trafford. United, United Midfields were nowhere to be found. This had to be the easiest game Liverpool played all season. And this is supposed to be one of the toughest rivals in the world of football. And they made it look so easy. Even after they came to Madrid, put up a better fight in the Champions League at home to Liverpool. With 10 men than United did today with 11. Before Pablo was sent off. Before he was sent off, they were down 5 nothing when he got sent off. So it wasn't really a difference. So I'm saying to myself, like, how do you not get rid of Oli at this point? For me, he needs to be gone. I mean, I was asked today, like, okay, if we get rid of Oli, who are we going to bring in? I don't know. 
I mean, maybe Zidane, if he feels to come from vacation and coach United, he might come. CR is there, Sancho, Bruno, Rashford, probably he has talent running, players he like. Maybe he might come out of retirement. He'll be a good pickup for United. Antonio Conte, I mean, he's stuck in his ways. As I said, he might want his own players or some players he might want to bring in. So I don't know how that's going to work out. But then Rogers to me is not even an option because I will not leave Leicester City and go to this situation that's going on at United. So it's like they don't really have much options. I guess Zidane is their best option if he feels to come out and actually coach his team. But the funny thing about this is, I don't think he's going to get fired. United might come now and they might beat Tottenham next week and maybe get another Champions League win against Atalanta and then everything's going to be forgotten. They're going to say, oh, only back, only back in, in, in control. We're good to go. Then you're going to get hammered again by City, maybe hammered by Chelsea and then be back in the same situation again. Clearly, he isn't the man for the job. I don't understand what's the big deal of just getting rid of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Just let him go. To me, he's not a good coach. He was an okay player, but as a coach, like, because you can play football, doesn't mean you can coach football. People always get in the same mistaken. They say Guardiola do it so well. He can play well and coach well. Then Zidane did it. Play well, coach well. Then look at Andre Pirlo. Play well, had a little tough time at Juventus. They got rid of him. And he actually won a trophy at Juventus. And they got rid of him. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer hasn't won anything for Manchester United. And guess what he gets? A contract extension. For what? He was doing nothing. Like, he, he has no tactics. He has no brain for the game. He has no understanding. Like, your, your team is getting beat 3 4 nothing. And when we look at him on his sideline, like, he just has his hands buckled and his face is looked like he's lost. Like, like man, I, I don't even know what I'm supposed to do here. Like, what, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to bring up more attackers? Am I supposed to bring up more defenders? Like, he's just lost. And I'm saying to myself, like, how are we not in any situation? One of the biggest teams in England, one of the most successful teams in Europe. And you have this man as a coach who has no idea what he's doing. How? That makes no sense to me. They bring Jadon Sancho over. He's one of the best prospects at Dortmund. Come to United and all of a sudden he can't get a minute in United jersey. He doesn't even play football for United. Like when he comes in the field, he just looks like an ordinary regular player. Mason Greenwood is probably their best player this season. In the midfield. Bruno fall off the ball. Bruno doing too much now. Probably had a body today. You go with Scott McTominay and Fred. They don't offer anything for you going forward. Fred really isn't that great of a central defensive midfielder. But yeah, he still gets to play for United. Rashford just come back from injury. Scores two goals. So he decides, you know what? Let me start Rashford in the back-to-back games to see how it goes. Rashford had a, a, a horrible game today. I'm at the point I'm late. You could as well just play Donny van de Beek and see how that go. You just sit him on the bench, let him rot away his career at United. He had a good he had a good run at Ajax. Comes to United, can't get back to back games. You're playing all kind of other players in McTominay and Fred. Is McTominay and Fred better than Van der Beek? Now, I'm not saying Van der Beek is a world beater. I'm not saying that, but are they better than Van der Beek? To me, they aren't. So it's like I'm expecting. United to lose to Chelsea, United to lose to City. As far as Tottenham go, that's a toss-up, I don't know, because they lost today to West Ham, so I don't know if... They lost to Vitesse and West Ham, so that's about the bad losses. I don't know if they can come out against United with some kind of urgency. I don't know. Maybe. 
I don't think they're in the EFL anymore, so they're out of that competition because Arsenal were not in the moat. That's one less trophy he's playing for. League's already out of his hands. He can't win the league. He definitely can't win the Champions League. Doesn't leave the FA Cup. I mean, I guess that's his best bet. We see how that go. But I don't expect him to beat City. I don't expect him to beat Chelsea. To be honest, they have to go to Villarreal. I don't think they can win that game at Villarreal. Then they go to Atalanta. That's two tough away games I have to play in the Champions League that he needs to win. So, if I'm United, I'm trying to get rid of this man right now because right now you're still, you're still in contention for these trophies. You're not out of contention in the league, even though I think it's over. Technically, it's not over. It's football. Anything can happen. Same with the Champions League. For me, they need to get a coach in right now to get this boat back sailing in the right direction. Because right now, this boat is sinking and sinking fast. And all is not the man to lead this team to the trophies. That's the honest truth. With that, that's the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening. I hope everyone have a wonderful, wonderful week. And as always, Ala Madrid, United Mass. It was a very good day, as I said. Hopefully on Wednesday we keep it up. And keep going for this La Liga title. Have a good night, guys.